The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! This is the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. With an estimated 15% of student loan holders in default at any given time, the question that often comes up is what happens if you don't pay your student loans? This question is nothing new when it comes to higher education debt. However, it does seem as though the uncertainty of repaying student loans for a growing number of borrowers is bringing up the subject of student loan repayment more frequently. Stick around for today's podcast episode as I talk about what happens if you don't pay your student loans. Today's podcast episode, I wanted to talk about what happens if you don't pay your student loans. Because the question of repaying student loans, it seems like it recently is being discussed more frequently because the cost of higher education has soared. The result is the average college student now holds about $30,000 in student loan debt once, once they leave school. And moreover, it's not uncommon to hear of some people with $50,000 or more in college loans. Not paying student loans can have long-lasting consequences resulting in further financial hardship for a borrower. And not only can this put that borrower's financial goals on hold, but it can also limit other things in life like getting married or starting a family. Defaulting on student loans, quite simply, it's not going to just make them go away. And all too often, people that have a large amount of student loan debt, at some point, they just kind of give up and say, well, I'm just not going to pay these back. But realistically, I'm here to tell you that that is not a solution because there are some things that can really kind of go sideways if you decide that you're just not going to pay back the money that you borrowed to get an education. Before I get into the problem of not paying student loans back, I think it's important to talk about how the student loan issue got so bad because the total outstanding student loan debt is quite honestly, it's spiraling out of control at an estimated $1.7 trillion now. And it's important to look at why borrowers are having a hard time repaying the money loaned to them for a college education. The simple answer is the cost of higher education, it's basically soared at around 8% per year going up in price, which is about twice the rate of inflation. Or as I'll put it now, at about twice the rate of what inflation used to be because now we're, we're reaching that 8%. So I can only imagine what the schools pretty soon here are going to start to charge. And this is all at the same time as the wages for most of America have quite honestly remained stagnant. The high cost of a college education with a decreasing amount of money that a family can contribute to education is leaving a growing number of university students with more debt. A growing balance of borrowed money is increasingly challenging to repay for so many people. A big reason student loan debt has gotten so bad is due to the fabrication that a college education leads to financial security and a stable career. 
young adults are still being told that a college degree is the only path to success. They are told not to worry about taking on decades of college debt because it will pay off with a good job following the degree that they earn. And many young people are told they also deserve the so-called, what people would call the college experience. And this is resulting in that experience at any cost as well. Because more people are deciding to go to college, the demand is also raising the prices. Quite honestly, there are no guarantees with a college degree, and there really never has been. However, the odds of success today are not quite what they once were when decades of student loan repayment are calculated into the outcome. And therefore, the higher education guarantee, it's, it's a big problem right now. And it is a myth still being taught to people from a young age. Now, I know there are some listeners out there that are going to argue, well, it really kind of depends on what you choose to major in college. And there is some truth to some degree with that. However, it's not an absolute guarantee either. What you choose to get a degree in in college today in just four or five short years could look very differently. You know, a lot of those jobs could be replaced by technology or the more popular ever-increasing outsourcing of those jobs somewhere else for it being done much cheaper. My point here is really that, you know, like I said, there never has been a guarantee with higher education, but today the odds are not quite as good as they once probably were. And partly is that that is due to the cost of getting an education today. Another reason college debt has gotten out of control is due to federal funding and student loans. There is evidence, I'm going to tell you, of a direct relationship between the amount of money a person can borrow from the government for a college education and the cost of getting it. Colleges have historically raised the price of their tuition when students are able to borrow more money. And there's a big reason why the discussion of free college or student loan forgiveness would quite honestly, it would be a huge problem. That reason is that college costs would only be free or forgiven on the surface, but taxpayers would be paying more while the universities would likely charge even higher prices than they already do. Another important reason to point out here why college costs have gotten out of control is the cost of tuition, it's been rising at a rapid rate combined with basically college students needing to take on larger amounts of debt. And the consequence is people holding larger amounts of student loan debt. And the problem with this is federal student loans, they're almost always impossible to get discharged in a bankruptcy. The high balance of college cost loans and the likelihood of paying them off entirely or claiming them in bankruptcy is, it's a big problem. There is a reason the government gives out federal student loans so easily, and this is due to that difficulty of getting rid of them without paying them back. Federal student loans are the only money a person that I know of that can really, they can borrow that money without much credit history or known ability on how the money will be paid back. And this is clearly added to the national student loan debt. It is not only educators and adults telling young people to borrow large amounts of money for education, but the government is also lending a hand by letting people easily borrow thousands of dollars for an education. 
The government is silently providing the higher education guarantee lie, basically, they, that they know is not true by allowing people to borrow the large sums of money that they do. So what exactly does happen when you can't pay your student loans? And first, you need to understand there is generally a grace period before being required to pay back federal student loans. And this is usually a six-month time period after leaving school for direct subsidized and unsubsidized federal education loans. Now, with the COVID recently and the, the pandemic, the government did put a hold on people having to pay back their student loans, but I don't see that continuing forever. And it's likely to, if it hasn't already, it's going to start back here pretty soon. Even with that being said, there is generally a grace period when a person does leave school before they really have to start paying back their student loans. But following that grace period for paying back education loans is when a growing number of people start to have a problem repaying the debt. However, the money owed is often not immediately sent to collections. There are methods for stalling student loan repayment delinquency and default, which can include filing for things like forbearance and deferment. And this can temporarily stop or reduce student loan payments for a, for a period of time due to some type of hardship like a job loss. A borrower might also be able to make interest-only payments during this time or stop them entirely. However, it is important to realize that interest will still accrue even if payment stops completely. And that's typically what happens when you have your student loans and you get some type of deferment or, you know, forbearance is the interest still adds up on the loans. Another way here is income driven payments is this is another way to reduce the amount required monthly with a student loan payment. And it's based on the income of a borrower. So what I will say is there are ways to kind of delay student loan payments, but you're never going to get away from them. Although there are programs to help people struggling to repay their federal student loans, like I just mentioned, it's important to realize there are only so many times a person can apply for assistance. Sooner or later, payments will have to be made either on a level according to a person's income or the entire agreed monthly payment in the loan will need to be made. When there is no forbearance uh, or deferment in place, for student loan repayments, and a borrower does not pay for 90 days, this is when the loan becomes officially delinquent. The borrower's, is what will happen here, is the borrower's credit rating will be hurt, and all three major credit reporting companies are typically notified. And the result of a delinquent status for student loans, it's going to be higher interest rates for most loans, and the possibility of being completely denied to borrow money in any form from a traditional bank. A borrower that does not make a payment on their student loans for 270 days will officially be classified in default. And this is when collection agencies will likely get involved. The Department of Education works with collection companies that are happy to charge penalties and late fees to borrowers that don't pay on their student loans. And this can lead to owing thousands of dollars more on the outstanding balance of a student loan. Ultimately, 
the result of student loan delinquency is it's going to be late fees and penalties will start to add up the longer a student loan remains in delinquency status. Adding to the balance of student loans is the only problem that will begin to unfold with not paying back education loans. Now, I will tell you, once you're in delinquency status, the government does have some tools at its disposal to collect. And one of those is, quite honestly, don't expect a tax refund. If your employer is withholding federal tax in your paycheck, and generally you like to get a refund each year from the government from that money, there's a chance that money could be withheld for repayment on education loans. The government might not do this right away, but it could occur eventually. Another thing that could happen is, like I said, when a person borrows money from the government for their education, there are several tools that they can use. And another one of those is wage garnishment. If a borrower does not pay their student loans, the government can take up to 15% of that person's paycheck. So think about that for a minute. If you earn, say, $3,000 per month, that's $450 that could be potentially withheld. Once the government puts wage garnishment in place, it could continue until the loans are either repaid or brought up to good standing. Something else you can expect with student loan delinquency is eligibility for future financial aid could be lost. If a borrower defaults on their student loans, like I said, that future financial aid they may not get. And this could include things like scholarships, more student loans, grants, being in default on student loan repayment. It's not going to encourage the lender to help very much in the future. At Smart Start Money, one of the things I talk about a, a lot of the time is the dangers of decades of student loan debt. And one of the questions that often comes up is, do student loans in default, do they ever just go away? And there's a reason the government, like I said, is happy to easily lend people money to further their education. The reason is due to the difficulty in getting rid of student loan debt that's not repaid. It is either extremely difficult to get rid of federal student loans discharged in a bankruptcy or through any other method, quite honestly. Credit reporting agencies will generally update their information on delinquent student loans within seven years. However, the balance owed will show on a credit report until the money's repaid. And the, the reality here is delinquent student loan debt, it's never just going to disappear for any reason. Delinquent student loan debt is an extreme problem in the U.S. with an estimated $1.7 trillion in debt right now. Although only 15% of borrowers being in default at any given time might not seem to be that large of a number, the problem is it will likely even get much bigger in the future. With the rapidly rising cost of higher education, more college students are taking on larger amounts of student loan debt to fund their education. As politicians in corporate America continue to seek the lowest costs while outsourcing labor and replacing jobs with technology... This is only expected to increase the competition for higher, higher paying jobs, the careers that can repay large amounts of student loan debt. While more college students leave school with larger amounts of debt, 
this is only going to increase the default rate resulting in an economy for young adults that will put life on hold, that will delay things such as starting a family or purchasing a home. Moreover, large amounts of student loan defaults will potentially destroy any chance of financial security for future generations. To solve the increasing problems associated with student loan debt, something needs to happen. A college education does not necessarily need to be completely free, but it does need to be more affordable. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. Let me know your thoughts on student loan debt. You can send any questions or comments directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. On the next podcast episode, I'll be talking about the recent Major League Baseball lockout and just sports and money in general.